January. What? Yeah, it's done. Oh man, rent's due tomorrow. Rent's due. Uh oh. I want to figure that out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Hopefully, you're not starting today being like, "How am I going to pay this rent tomorrow?" First month of 2023 is about to be done. And like, that's fine. Is it? No, oh, yeah. No, it's fine, but it's weird. It's just been a weird month for everybody. I yeah. feel like every one of my friends is going through something right now. Literally. With a surgery, I got stuff going on. Like, this has just been a weird start to the year. But yeah. it's almost over, baby. This is it. Last day of January. At least we have another candy-driven holiday coming up. That'll make us feel better. That's true. <laughs> it's very true. 410-583-1065. 6 o'clock club. Check in with us. We want to hear what's going on with you. In case you're new to this, we just call you the 6 o'clock club. It's you. Yeah. Like, anyone that's awake in Maryland this early in the morning. We're just a little group that gets together every morning. Just says hi, good morning. Hopefully, start your day out in good, a good, a good way, a good sense. Text us, Jess. Who's up? Cheryl from Columbia. Good morning, Veronica. It's here, beautiful Beverly. Our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber. Jess R from Westminster. Terry, Hope Adobe, Cheryl, Francesca, the nurse. Big Energy, Lisa. Good morning, Christine. Good morning to Terrence, Clever Kevin. Jay from Glen Burnie checking in with us. We have Mama McJam with us this morning. Brenda, the rideshare driver. Rhonda in Pasadena. Stacy in Port Deposit. Drew from Precise Performance. Lisa and Mr. W. Good morning. Jess is back in the studio today. How you feeling? It's cool. You know. <laughs> It's not cool. I, wish, I wish you were sitting in the studio with us sometimes because like in my head, like in my ears, it sounded like she actually meant that, but then her face I don't could, mean it. could not have been more deadpan. I don't mean it. What's you know, up? I just feel like uncomfortable. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable right now. Jess had surgery on Friday and... What, like, what do they say when they said to like, how long would this take to kind of get back to normal? Do you know? No, I mean, it's it's totally up to you as well as like, as far as like your comfortability and like pain tolerance and stuff. Like I'm, I'm fine. I just don't like how I feel inside right now. What is your pain tolerance? You think? Uh, like a one to 10, like 10 being like, I can handle literally, I, I could get hit by a car and be fine. And, and zero is like, ah, the wind hurts. <laughs> like, oh wait, so zero is bad and 10 is yes, fine? Yes, Oh, I'm like, I think I'm like at an eight. Oh. The pain, it's not the pain. It's like you feel uncomfortable walking. Does yeah. that, do you understand that? I, 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 it's your experience. Yeah. I think I understand. Yeah. It's just like. I don't have a vagina. Annoying. So like, sometimes I have to try to figure these things it's out. It's annoying and like I don't want to be moving around and I just, you know, it's fine. All right. Well. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, y'all. Does not feel Are you okay? fun how about inside. This? Because I'm like, how do we end this in a positive note? It is a positive... Here. How, let, compared let just, to this time yesterday, are you feeling better? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to explain it to you. It's almost like someone has just been like, like, like just mixed up your insides and yeah. it feels weird in there. I don't well, know. then they I did. Five days ago, that. they literally mixed up your insides. <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't like exactly it at one bit. Yeah. Now. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. President Biden spoke in Baltimore yesterday afternoon to address replacing the 150-year-old 
Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel that runs Amtrak trains between D.C. and New Jersey and is considered to be the largest rail bottleneck on the Northeast Corridor. Take a listen. Hello, Baltimore. When America sees these projects popping up across the country, it sends a really important message. When we work together, there's not a damn thing we can't do. There's nothing beyond our capacity. The president says the project is expected to generate over 30,000 jobs. Um, it's expected to have two tubes with up to four tracks total, and it'll allow trains to travel more than 100 miles per hour. By one estimate, replacing the tunnel would save nearly 450,000 hours per year wow. for Amtrak customers. Just one tunnel, too. That's pretty wild, man. Mm-hmm. They see how much... I have no idea. This is the problem. Is like You hear these kind of things, and you're like, yeah, y'all should totally do that. And it's going to then... take about a decade to build, just FYI. Oh, no. <laughs> it's good. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, we don't know the... Rough, pro- roughly about a decade for this entire project to be completely done. This sounds like something they could just go knock out. Like, if you're asking me, a non-train expert, a, non, a non-tunnel a non builder... What? It sounds like y'all could probably get this done, what, three, six months? Okay, cool. No and then way. what do you think that cost? I don't even... You know what I mean? I would have no idea. I think... Hang on. I think it's like four billion... Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you is hear it? that kind of stuff, and you're like, a tunnel costs $4 billion? I don't know if that's the total if oh, like that's the total cost or if that's how much we're getting from the infrastructure bill. I'm, I'm asking Jess to know, know a lot about uh, it's a lot. It's right a now. lot of money. Yeah. Number two. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and there's a few pizza chain restaurants that want to make your cheesy, romantic pizza dreams come true. From February 9th through the 14th, California Pizza Kitchen is running a sweet deal for two. So you can choose from two different packages that include a heart-shaped pizza. And then Papa John's is making heart-shaped pizzas for the entire week of Valentine's Day. So from February 6th through the 14th, you can get a heart-shaped pizza for $11.99. cute. Number one. Lisa Marie Presley's cause of death hasn't been announced because toxicology tests are still pending. But TMZ spoke to family sources who claim that she was taking opioids again when she died. Lisa Marie had struggled with addiction on and off over the years, but she was also on an extreme weight loss regimen since she was doing press for various award ceremonies for the movie Elvis. She had reportedly lost 40 to 50 pounds in a six-week period. And her mother, Priscilla Presley, is also challenging her late daughter's will. Priscilla claims the 2016 provision contains a signature from Lisa Marie that, quote, appears inconsistent with her usual and customary signature. She even points out that her daughter's name is misspelled and it was never notarized. That eliminated Priscilla from her daughter's will. So that's the latest update with that situation. That whole family is just so tragic. You know, like, I just... You hear that story and you're like, how, how? Like, how would this this poor woman, and she's just being born, she's just born. She'd be born into just a, a famous family. Mm-hmm. And none of it, here's the thing. We can't understand. We can't understand what that feels like. We sit back and we're like, why would she do this? Why would she do this? We can't understand what in the world that must feel like. But I know what we can do is we can look around situation after situation after situation and say, we see a lot of situations like this when it comes to famous kids or famous, just famous yeah. people in general. Yeah, the the effect it has. Yes. So this is still developing, so we'll keep you updated as we get the information. This is Jess, and that was your top three. I came up with a very stupid game, but for someone I feel like it is well-deserved. The great legendary Oprah Winfrey turns 69 this week, actually on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I would like to play a little game today called Are They Richer? Than Oprah. 
simplistic game. I'm going to tell you some of notoriety. You tell me, are they richer than Oprah? Do I get to find out how much, how rich she is? Yes, I'd be happy to start with that. Oprah Winfrey, at age 69, her net worth is $2.5 billion. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now your job, and play along in your car as well, are they richer than Oprah? We'll start with Bill Gates. Bill Gates is the mogul of Microsoft. Yes. The father of the PC. I just made that up. I think is what he is. Okay. Is he richer than Oprah? Yes. Mm. How much richer do you think? Mm. $2.6 billion. <laughs> just one point. One dollar more. One do- barely. One dollar more. Hundred four billion dollars. Hundred way richer than Oprah. Ugh. All right, let's move on. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry of Medea fame and his own, of course. Mm. Whole. Is he richer castle- than Oprah? Is is he richer than Oprah? I don't think so. No. Tyler Perry worth $1 billion, though. Mm. Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Steven Spielberg, of course. Tons of films behind him. Right. But he's not Oprah. No, he's not. Is he richer than Oprah? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Steven Spielberg worth about $4 billion. Didn't he just win an award for being the only director to to be nominated for Best Director in four different decades? You're doing really well, by the way. You're ter- usually terrible at these games. Let's see, if we, let's see if we can go five for five. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld. Ugh. <laughs> no. No way. Jerry Seinfeld, with the most popular sitcom of all time. One of the, not the most. Is he richer than Oprah? I say no. Yes! <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, by the way, worth... $950 million. Which, really? See, you, think, you think Oprah looks at that and it's like, I remember when I had $950 million. No, that's how much her garden costs alone. <laughs> you think when you're that rich, you look down on people and you're like, I wonder how no. I ever made it when I had $950 million. No, that's not her. That's not her. I'll give you one more. <sighs> Man, this is tough. I need to ask Governor Westmore if he can connect me with Oprah since they're friends. Who is richer? Are they richer than Oprah? Will Smith. No. Will Smith. Think about everything he's done. I know. I know. A lot of films, TV shows. And I also feel like he's involved in a lot in a lot of companies that we don't even, we're not even aware of investing. But I'm sure Oprah is like that too. I'm going to say no. Oprah is more. Final answer. Yeah, Oprah. Is Will Smith richer than Oprah? No. Just never wins games ever. That's the dumbest game we've ever created. It's called Happy Birthday, Oprah. Are they richer than Oprah? <laughs> People are so mad about this right now. I just realized this is starting to freak out on the internet. We've got to talk about it right now today in Dog News. Today in Dog News. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, this is kind of breaking, so bear with me here as I'm trying to get all the information. Um, <laughs> not breaking. Seems to be really quick. It's coming through the, uh, the wire. Oh, no. They're passing me the... Uh, the not breaking, uh, Let me just, yeah. Uh, really quick, I'm, I'm the, the dog expert on the show. They call me the dog whisperer where I'm from. Um, I love dogs. I have a 14-and-a-half-year-old chihuahua named Kiki. That builds credibility with you, the listener. No one's ever called you the dog whisperer <laughs> in your entire life. They have one time. Carry on. So when there's dog news to be told, I'm the one to bring it to you. So, 
This just leaked on the internet. <laughs> Apparently, Sarah McLaughlin has done a spoof of her own commercial for the ASPCA. Now, when I say that, let me remind you what this is. Yeah, what is that? I'm sure at one point in your life you've been watching TV and there has been uh, this woman that comes on TV that's like, please adopt these animals. And behind it's like, from the arms of no, the we, angels. No, we all remember that. Of course yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. So now she has created a spoof of this for Bush Light. Okay, but the ASPCA is is the cruelty to animals organization that she does it for. Correct. Okay. And it's touched many of our hearts. Let me just play a leaked version of this for you. Listen. Three things are required in the great outdoors. Food. Drink. And shelter. Hello. I'm Sarah McLaughlin. For just dollars a day, you can help helpless animals find shelter. Wrong shelter, Sarah. Also, that's a wolf. Head for the mountains. So basically, she steps in in this moment trying to be like, you can adopt this animal too. And they're like, that's actually a wolf. Yeah. People are not happy about this ad. They're not? They're just saying it's like this is, it's like you're You're playing a a joke off of a organization that is all about saving animals. Are they mad at her? The uh, animal abuse. They're Yeah, they're mad at her. They're mad at the company. They're mad at the, the, the internet is going a little wild right now. Is it not just bringing more... I mean, she's, she says it, make, it in I'm, there. I'm going to ask you a question. How does it make you feel? Should we be upset about this? Y'all I, tell us what to do. We'll do it. I don't... I mean, I don't... I wouldn't think so, because obviously I know she's trying to be funny, but she still mentions in there, like, you can help save animals, so she's reminding you of where this is from originally, so it's not like she's, you know... Being like, you can save for dollars a day. You can purchase beer and drink it at the top of the mountain. Like, she's not saying that. She's still using, like, the animal part in the middle. Is that bad? I I don't see the issue. I think it's always tough when you take something that's sensitive to people and try to make a mockery out of it. You know? Like, I understand it. I know what she was doing with it. Am I offended? No. Could I see how that would make a lot of people upset, especially people that are dedicating their lives to, like, keeping animals safe? Absolutely. Y'all, that's the freak out of the day. And dog news. Now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. The Maryland Zoo will be hosting a Galentine's Flamingo Brunch Sunday, February 12th and 19th at the Mansion House. The event starts at noon on both days, but you're going to want to get there early so you can actually meet the flamingos. And they're going to have a buffet, bottomless mimosas, drag queen performances, and more. And this 21 and up event is for friends and couples looking for a unique Valentine's Day experience. So if you want more info, you can get all of that at MarylandZoo.org. Drag queens, flamingos, champagne. So cute. I mean, that's cool. Number two. Many airlines are shrinking passenger perks ahead of spring break travel. United Airlines has gone back to its pre-pandemic policy for the number of flights and purchases. And Delta is raising the dollar spent amount for its gold standard by $2,000. And with planes full, Delta is also limiting access to its lounges. So just a few things to keep in mind if you're traveling for spring break. Man, I don't even know what travel is going to look like. I know. In the near future. I know. Like, it just seems like it's getting worse and worse. Every time I fly, I feel like the experience gets just a little bit worse. Um, what was it? One of the, one of the, I usually fly the cheaper guys, to be honest with you. So, like, either Frontier or Spirit. 
and they recently changed their bag size from 50 pounds to 40 pounds. Really? So, like, that's, you know, I mean, it's just like, it's like every, everything's just getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. And they're getting, like, either take us or Southwest, like, you choose. You, yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck. I know. Good luck catching that flight. I know. Number one. The Jonas Brothers have been honored with a star on the prestigious Hollywood Walk of Fame. The ceremony was held yesterday to commemorate Joe, Nick, and Kevin, along with their families. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra also, they made, uh, their baby girl made her very first public debut a full year after her birth, Malty Marie, so that was a very special moment for the family. And at the ceremony, the Jonas Brothers also announced that their new album titled The Album will drop May 5th. It's called The Album? It's called The Album. How do you feel about that? I think it's kind of whack. Seems like you do better than that. The album. That feels like you were rushed. Maybe to them, maybe this is the, the album. album. So they were like, you know what it should be, Nick? The, the album. album. And Kevin's like, I don't think I've ever felt more album than this album right now. <laughs> and Joe is like, put it down. It's album-y for sure. I guess. So on May 5th, we'll get new Joe Bros. It's also kind of pressure-filled, though. Because if you're like, y'all, this is the album. And it doesn't live up to the standard of being called the album. I think I think it's going to be good. I think I'm excited for it. And I guess their influence is supposed to be like 70s Bee Gees vibes. Okay. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Mixed 1065. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Hey, Kendra from Always Knows Good Morning. Hey, good morning. So what's our dilemma today? Do you guys think it's weird if 10-year-olds sleep together? <laughs> oh, my God. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and I guess it, in what sense? So my daughter is turning 10 at the end of February, and she wants to do a sleepover for her birthday. And she wants to have both girls and boys at the sleepover. And I think that's fine, but my husband's kind of freaking out about it and says it's, like, way too old to have a co-ed sleepover. So I don't want to know what you guys think. Uh, well, what what age do you feel like would be... Do you think that's okay? ...inappropriate? Any, any time after probably teenagers, like, maybe 12 is too old, but... But 10 to you 10 still, seems, still, still seems okay. And she and your daughter just wants to basically invite everyone in her class, which is why it wasn't even like a thing as far as it being boys. Like she just wants all her friends there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. So in in these kind of situations, like, you know, I don't have any kids and Jess doesn't have any kids. So feel free to start calling on this too. Is is, is 10, is that too old for a a co-op kind of, you know, boy, girl sleepover anymore. Uh-huh. I mean, I always err on the side of caution, this kind of stuff, because I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, um, I, I've i got, I know plenty of kids that are around that age, and I I think kids have grown up way different than we grew up back in the day. Like me back in the day at 10, awkward. Kids at 10 nowadays look like they're look like they're 22. So well, like, or not even, I think Abby already talks to me about like relationships in her yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, so Jess has a niece. She's 10. And mm-hmm. would she, okay, she's 10? Yeah, Abby is 10. I thought 10. she was like 12 or 13. No, Abby's 10. Um, would you feel comfortable with that? I wouldn't, um, and I don't know if I'm biased just because I was never allowed to do boy-girl sleepovers ever? growing up, ever. I could, but when I was younger, I did. Like I when couldn't. I was, 
I would, honestly, when I was a senior in high school, that's when all of our friends would like go to someone's house and like all stay the night together. Actually, and and your parents were okay with that, or you behind their back? They were no, they were okay with it, but oh. they knew everyone that was there though. Like the parents were there, like everyone knew whose kids were there. All of us were really close, so maybe that may be a little different. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I would feel a little weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do this. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. This is what the segment's all about now. Is you can kind of hop in this conversation. So, is 10, is that too old for kids to be having slumber parties of the opposite sex? You know? Like, I mean, so many rules have changed. And I don't I don't know. So, let's give it a shot. Hello, Amanda from Carroll County. Hello. What do you think? I mean, is, is 10, is that too old for a, a co-ed sleepover? Uh, definitely. I'm a, I'm a fourth grade teacher, so I teach 10-year-old kids, and um, I, like, you know, the schoolyard crushes, and, you know, those things tend to start around this age. Yes. You know, and there's even um, girls that are already in puberty, hormonal, you know, things like that going on. You know, so even if the bullies aren't interested in girls that way. Yeah. Girls are certainly showing a lot more interest in boys at this age. And while I think 10-year-olds, it's all innocent, I think it's setting um, a, a precedent that would be difficult for the parents to talk them way out of in a couple years. But do you think there's an age where co-ed sleepovers are appropriate? So if you think 10 is too old, just with your experience with kids, like, is there a different age that you think um, would be okay? It's tough to say. I mean, this is a birthday party. So this is like a different sort of situation than like having your best friend sleep over. Sure. You know, I have some students that are, you know, a boy and a girl, and they've been best friends since preschool. Yeah. I think a one-on-one situation like that where, like, you know the kid, you know the parents, um, is a different situation than inviting the entire class of boys and girls over for a sleepover. Which, by the way, that sounds like a headache and a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, for that alone. I mean, I was just so awkward at 10. Like, I would, I don't think I was thinking about that kind of stuff at all at 10. That's the only reason why I'm like, maybe this is okay, you know? But, hey, you deal with it all the time. So, thank you for calling us. Yep, no problem. 410-583-1065. If you want to call us, you want to text us your opinion on this. Hey, Lori from Bowie, good morning. Good morning. What do, what do you think? I mean, you think that kids at 10 years old should be able to have slumber parties together? Absolutely. I really think if you make it a big deal, it is a big deal. That's really what the problem is here. It's not weird unless you make it weird type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, I really believe in letting them explore. It's, it's a really great teaching opportunity. You know, if you see something right away, you can say something, you can correct it, but just let it happen. Wait, so you... So you're, wel- okay, you're, so you're welcoming the situation knowing that if something, something may come about. 100%. That's exactly at what ten, needs to happen. Ten, at 10. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a perfect age. Yeah. It seems terribly young to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know that that most parents would would agree with that cuz it just seems so I mean, 15, 16, but like 10. That's when I start exposure. It starts when you're younger, 10 to grade age, and then they learn and grow. 
I mean, okay. There's no way. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't do it, but uh, all right. Thank you for calling us. No worries. Uh, Angel from Joppa Town, good morning. Morning. What do you think? Is 10, how does 10 sound to you for a co-ed sleepover? Definitely no. Why? I've, because I've been around children. Um, I have an older daughter and a younger one, and I've seen the difference between the generational gap and what they've learned. If you were telling me my 30-something-year-old daughter was going to have a sleepover, I would have been like, eh, still skeptical, still wouldn't do it. <laughs> but if you tell me the younger generation right now, definitely not. So you're saying, you're um, saying maybe, maybe 20 years ago this may have been okay. 30 years ago. It was, you know, I mean, it would be if it was like family or if it was like your cousin spending the night, but the boys would go to the boys' room and the girls would go to the girls' room. Right. But then, as I was mentioning to you before, um, the one caller before talking about they should let them experiment. Okay, sorry if this sounds wrong, but that was borderline provo sounding um, because that is, you just know, you're liable for those children when they're in your house. So if they do anything and you're letting them experiment because they're children that, and this is the learning age, you are going to be legally in trouble. Yeah, that was very inappropriate. That felt uncomfortable, I think, to everybody mm-hmm. in the studio. We were all just kind of like, I mean, again, I don't have kids. Jess doesn't have kids. But that felt very uncomfortable. So I'm glad you could like echo that sentiment. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. This is Jenny on line one from Hartford County. Hi, Jenny. Good morning. Good morning. What do you think? I mean, 10, is that, does that sound right to you for a co-ed sleepover? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I am a social worker with children and families, yeah. and it's, it, it really is a recipe for disaster, the amount of angles that could go wrong with that situation. I understood the woman's point where it's like, if you make it a big deal, it is a big deal. But that's kind of like a fallacy, right? Because there's going to be 20 other parents involved if there's, say, 20 kids. And you can't control what other parents think and feel. You also can't control what a kid comes home and says happened or didn't happen. Um, and 10-year-olds, their perception of the world is not mature enough to handle the possible situations that could occur as something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And I, I think that's, as an expert, I think that's important for us to hear because... But then again, here's another question. If the parents are allowing their kids to go over to a slumber party with with a 10-year-old. I mean, don't they also kind of take the responsibility of that? But it's not like it's a mystery. If their kid doesn't come home at night, they understand where their kid is, right? Yeah. Well, I think they take some responsibility. The woman from Town who brought up, you know, the parent who has the kids sleeping there really is the one responsible for it, um, for the kids' well-being for however long they're at the house. Yeah. And... You know, I, I wouldn't take on the risk. I think there's so many other possible solutions. Like, have the, if, say the kid's a girl and they want the boys to stay over. I mean, the boys stay till 10 p.m. and then their parents have to come pick up the boys and the girls sleep over. Like, yeah. there's so many alternatives, but it doesn't have to be just, like, all or nothing. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I know that we all love our parents. Every last one of us, we love our parents. But I'm just curious... Is this a me thing or does every, I'm going to say specifically mother, try to do the exact same thing? 
My mom is in town this week, which has been great, right? It's always How long good. is she staying, by the way? She'll be here for, until Sunday. Oh, cool. So, uh... It's and it's always nice to have. Keep in mind, I'm a single guy. I live by myself. I have nobody ever disturbing my stuff ever. <laughs> okay, if mm-hmm. I leave a towel on the floor, I come home, the towel's still there. You know. Yeah. If I leave the kitchen a mess, I come home, the kitchen's a mess. What's really nice about when my mom comes to visit is if I leave the kitchen a mess, guess what? I come home and the kitchen is clean. Ugh, mm-hmm. It's lovely. I love that part. Here's the thing that I just don't know if every parent does this or if it's just my mom. Every time that my mom comes to visit, and even if you're, you know, your parents live in town, I don't think it really makes a difference. They always seem to have a different plan for the way your house should be laid out. So yesterday, I come home and I I go to feed my dog Kiki. And on my counter, I always have my wooden spoons that I had to feed Kiki with, right? And I turn to the left and the wooden spoons aren't there. I'm like, Mom, have you seen have you seen the wooden spoons? She goes, yeah, I put them up there in the cabinet. Now, the cabinet, by the way, all the way across the kitchen makes no sense. You're acting like the kitchen is like a thousand feet away from where you were standing. It is unnecessarily across the room, in my opinion. So I'm like, okay. She, I was like, which cabinet? She's like, oh, the one in the very far on the left. And I was like, why over there? She's like, I just saw some space in there. And I said, all right. So I went over there. I'm like, this is where I keep my, um, this is where I keep my like oats for oatmeal and stuff. I'm like, why'd you put it there? I just, I just saw some space. So I go get that. When I open up the cabinet where I keep my oats, uh-huh. there were six containers of almond milk. She was like, oh, I just happened to notice that outside you had a box of, of almond milk. Uh, so I, I brought it inside and put it up there because I saw some space. I'm like, mom, that was outside in my foyer because I needed to take that to work. That's what I take to work with me. Uh, so now my mom had taken all that almond milk, which was outside where it was supposed to be. And like put it away. And put it away for me. And mm-hmm. a space absolutely would make no sense whatsoever. And she threw the box of the six containers that I needed away. So now the only way I could transport this to work is if I carry six containers uh-huh. of almond milk in my arm or bring them one at a time. Yeah. Every time that she comes to visit, and don't get me wrong, got a lot of love for her, love my mom, but is that a me thing? Or is that every time that parents come to your house, they have a better plan for how your house should be run? Does it happen with your parents? I'm trying to think. I think, well, I mean, my parents have only been here like one time. Um, but I no shade, major shade. <laughs> but you know what, though, I think I I I do think I, I'm even thinking of when I stay at their house, you know. Yeah. And I feel like my mom, just whatever space that I am in, she'll kind of go in and, and do whatever she thinks that she wants to do, like put this over here, you know. But I why? think I think I don't know. Is it just like a? Is it out of? Routine, like I they feel like I, they need to. I don't know. I mean, I think it's the the spoons thing. I feel like for her, she's like, "Why are they out on the counter? They need to be put away." Which it's, I get. It's where they go. But which I get. She's like, "Why <laughs> are they? On the why are they just out here?" So I do get that part. The almond milk thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, is that is that a thing? Is that a you thing too? Like when your parents come to visit your house, do they have to go through everything and undo it for you or redo it? I really would like to hear if this is like just a me thing. Married Modin, what does your your parents do this to you too? Does your mom come to your house and just just like it in her house? But she just whoa, 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 slow your roll, brother. I am the parent. Oh, you're the parent (laughs) that does it. Okay, so explain this. So listen, (laughs) let me tell you what happens, right? 
I grew up in the era where you clean up after yourself. <laughs> you do what you got to do. You be the best person, the cleanest person you possibly can. Yes. Even if you're not my kid, I can't. I will come over your house and straighten things up. You understand? <laughs> so no matter whose house you walk in, you 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 gonna change it up? Yes. If it's disgusting, <laughs> if you have a child that you use to step on. With shoes when you come in the door, yeah. I'm going to put the, the child in the dirty clothes. You're going to take your shoes and just put them to the side. And why, just out the way. It doesn't why? have to be a towel on the floor. It's not it's your disgusting. house. Disgusting. Yes, it's not it your is. house. It is disgusting. Because I feel outside of myself <laughs> if the house is not in order. Yeah. So it don't matter who it is. You're going to walk into their house and start re- so- I do not care. It can be Biden. You go. You go into the White House. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. If he has dishes in the sink, I'm going to do the dishes. <laughs> I'm going to dry them, and I'm going to put them up in the cabinet. Uh-huh. Then I'll tell him, "Listen, President Biden, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do you want the truth or you want to lie? The truth. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we burned it. Give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.